You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. Wow. We have yeah. nobody to say hi to. We exhausted our whole supply of Timmy's. So No, no. We've there's always more. I want to say a special shout out to Jimmy. Jimmy, thanks. Whoever you are, wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy. That's for you, baby. <laughs> there's a Jimmy out there somewhere listening to Timmy's. <laughs> we call him a Jimmy Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> we make all these names up. Nobody writes in here. <laughs> We've never had one person contact us. Every name we use is made up. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true, but <laughs> makes for a good laugh in the morning. <laughs> Several people telling me as I travel, they're listening and uh, love the format that it's, you know, 20 to, used to be 15 to 20, now it's going to be 20 to 30. Yeah, we yeah. keep going. Yeah, sometimes. But uh, we do have a number of folks that do like it a little bit longer. So good good drive time. And uh, for those that like it a little bit longer, that's good. The short ones, they can cut it uh, off and come back. Even if you have 50-minute drive time, yeah. you're anticipating the second half on your way home. That's true. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, but. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and I will let you know that I listen to every one of these. Uh, I don't listen all the way through, I'll be honest, because I've already listened to it like nine times editing, you know. But uh, I listen through, make sure it comes up. Make I sure listen the most. Yeah. Uh, make sure it goes all the way through. Um, and I, you know, I post them to come on at 12.01 in the morning because I'm often up and I'm a night owl. So I will I will listen at 12.01. And a lot of times they get posted as I know. Sunday, Tuesday, I know. Thursday. Uh, well, and I keep saying, go later, go no, earlier. Yeah. Um, I do see them come up a little bit earlier sometimes. They'll come up, you know, if it's Sunday, it'll be like quarter I'll to 12 I'll usually go 4 a.m. Yeah, I know. But the problem is. But I'm up at 5, and so I yeah. can check to see if they're on. Right. So I'm up at 12, and then if there's something wrong, then I can jump up and get it fixed up before people mm-hmm. get up in the morning to listen to it. So, And then I got to say. We've mentioned her many you times. You are a servant. I, well, you are just a servant. I'm just a night owl. Staying up late yeah. for the sake of others. Well, I, that's true. That is true. Not the fact that you're almost 60. Then you're up early because you are 63. <laughs> <laughs> um, so every every podcast, I, I sent it to Lori, our friend Lori. And Lori, every day, says thank you. Every, every time she gets them. She, awesome. she always sends back some kind of comment. Brother Wolven, you're awesome. Pastor Stone, you're you're great. We I love you. You know, she's awesome. So she's Lori, a wonderful thank you. young so, lady. Yeah. So if all of you could start just sending us a note after you listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> we figure somewhere around five thousand listeners. That'd be yeah. great. Send them to Dan Wolven at <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Please send all responses to right. Dan Wolven. That's right. My email address is <laughs> D-R-A-L-S-T-O-N-E dot C A. <laughs> At yeah, sure. Yeah, send it to that. That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> Not. 
Okay, I got a hot topic for you today. Ooh, hot this, topic. This, yeah, this was sent in from Matt. Hot topics. Yeah, hot, oh, no, ooh, wait. That's, that's hot pockets. Else. Hot pockets. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this was sent in uh, from Matt in Canada, and Matt said, could you do something on gun control, Canada versus the United States? Now, I will tell you. So what does it mean by that? Well, I'm going to tell you. So, okay. so Matt is a gun enthusiast. Okay. He has guns. I know Matt. He has guns. Um, and Matt is a great guy. Me too. Guy. Look at this. Whoa. Check out those guns. Wow. Smith and Wesson are in the room. <laughs> <laughs> but they're unloaded. Left arm, right arm. That's right. Man, check out those guns. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was just in uh, South Carolina there, and they took me out. They had a guy's gun day, and we went out mm-hmm. to the firing range and all shot. And so they're like, oh, you know, guns. Did you know which end to hold? Oh, I knew. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there, I got that, all kinds of that stuff, you know. So I, I posted a picture. A guy gave me uh, a little tiny lady's revolver. but it Oh, had, that's funny. But it had no... Uh, uh, What's, uh, the, what's the thing called? A whole chamber. No chamber oh. in it. So, yeah, it's just the, you know, the barrel kind of thing. It's kind of fun. <laughs> so they're all like, yeah, guns, you know, Canada, guns, ha, ha, ha. I said, hey, you keep it up and I'll pull my hockey stick out and I'll kill every one of you. <laughs> <laughs> they backed off. They backed off. <laughs> so so he's an enthusiast. Um, <clears throat> he is uh, respectful and, you know, follows the, the laws of the land, all that kind of stuff. But the laws of the land in Canada are changing again. Our prime minister, who mm-hmm. I can't say enough bad about, who needs Christ desperately, um, wants to now take anything that is even remotely close to uh, semi-automatic. In Canada, you can have rifles and shotguns, no problem. You can have those. They, you know, I think they're supposed to be registered. I don't know if the registry is still in effect or not. And I and I will tell you, I'm not a I'm not a leading authority on this. But mm-hmm. I'll give you the best I can. Um, but if you have a handgun, and you can get handguns in Canada, they're expensive. Um, they have to be permitted. Um, from what I understand, and this may have changed, but in the time that I knew, if you had a handgun, if you were going to shoot it, you can't shoot it at your house. You could only shoot it at a registered gun club. Mm-hmm. You put it in a locked case in your trunk. You drive to the, you call the police, let them know you're transporting. You go to the gun club, you shoot the gun put it back in the case, in the trunk, call the police, I'm taking it home. I'm not sure if you have to call them when you get home, but you do have to notify of transport because wow. if you get pulled over with that thing, poof, buddy. If you come, and, and you did, if you come to Canada and you bring a gun, uh, I have a policeman friend that said you will get one year, no questions asked, one year in prison, one year for every bullet that you have in that gun. Mm-hmm. And there was a lady that I know of that came, got caught five years in prison. So Ooh. it's a serious thing. So yeah. um, so we're going to do Canada versus the United States. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to take what the side. of the United States? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michigan and uh, anything south of the Mason-Dixon line. Um, I'm going to play the part of the typical Canadian why we don't need guns. Okay. I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, I, I have firearms. I have rifles and shotguns. Um, for hunting, and you're allowed to have those in Canada. Uh, I do not have a handgun. Um, I don't know that I would feel that I want or need a handgun. I'm not against them. I'm not mm-hmm. against other people having them. I will tell you that there's a gentleman in Canada right now facing jail time for having someone break in their house, castle law, broke in the house, uh, uh, attacked his mother. He shot to defend her, did not shoot to kill, but did end up killing the guy and will probably face 
jail time for um, a second-degree murder uh, because he used excessive force. And that's the term in Canada, excessive force. So if you break in my house and you have a baseball bat, I can I can go at you with a baseball bat. But if I use something of greater force, mm. then I'm at fault. That's where that lies. I don't agree with it. I think it's dumb. I don't sure. know where we came up with that, but that's where it's at. So, um, so if I'm five foot four and I break mm-hmm. in somebody's house, mm-hmm. then if a guy's six foot six foot three, mm-hmm. he needs to get it on his knees in right. order to be fair. Well, no, I've seen you fight. You could kill it. You could take him. <laughs> <laughs> You're a wild man. You're the Tasmanian. You're the Tasmanian. Go preacher. for the knees. The first. knees. Yeah, yeah. Take, the, take out the knees. <laughs> That's just good football. So why don't you start? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to refute what you say by giving you the Canadian slant on that. All right. right. Why do we need handguns? I believe that in the scriptures, the Bible teaches we have a right to self-defense. Okay. In Canada, we would say, well, I can defend myself with other ways than than a gun. What if that person has a gun? If that person has a gun, then... um, I, well, I would tell you this. It's very unlikely. It's very unlikely. So no crooks have guns. There are crooks that have guns, but the number would be so minuscule to the number of them that that are here. You don't hear of a lot of gun violence in Canada, i got to tell you. So you know you can figure out that small percentage of guns, you can figure out where they are. No, and that is a problem. Yeah. I understand. And I would say that I've got to be prepared you know, to the best of my ability without having that. Um, that That is the intention of why it was echoed, not from, but echoed in the uh, Declaration of Independence that among these things, we are endowed by our creator mm-hmm. with certain inalienable rights. In other words, rights that come from God, not from the government. Mm-hmm. And among these, not only these, but among these, our life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. Pursuit of happiness is meant uh, personal property. Uh, liberty, obviously, was talking more about religious freedom. Life meant to defend yourself. Mm-hmm. So that really it's not just, we ought to be allowed to live. No, we ought to be able to protect our mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I'm going to give you the typical yes. of view, but oh, it's yeah, not, I right? Know that. So yeah. just make For that our clear. listeners, yep. So, yep. yeah. So I would say that I've got to somehow arm myself with something as close to a gun as I possibly can, probably a baseball bat. You know, we joke about a hockey stick, but yeah. a hockey stick in the right, right. hands, you can do some damage. Um, so, I, and and how do you determine that in the dark of night, you know, you break, you're woken up out of your sleep and you have to determine within a few minutes what somebody's got. That's just, yeah, that's very hard to do. But that's so, the basis. Mm-hmm. Everything else is is secondary. Mm-hmm. All of the other arguments are secondary right. to you have a right to defend yourself. You have a right to defend your life. Mm-hmm. So if you are going to defend your life, then wouldn't you choose the most effective way to stay alive? Mm-hmm. The most effective way to stay alive is to be weaponized. Mm-hmm. The, the the other side of that coin is there are so many people in the United States that have guns that are not using them to defend themselves. 
you've got people going into schools and killing children. You've got people that are going to churches and killing people with with weapons. Sometimes rifles, sometimes handguns. At, then you know, why shouldn't we've been able to defend ourselves against those weapons? But so you're going to have so you're going to have all the kids carry. No, you to have school. all the adults. Teachers ought to be able to conceal carry mm-hmm. in class, protect mm-hmm. their kids. Yeah. Do the schools here now have uh, security at, at most of the doors? Some do, but uh, many of the legislators in Ohio have been pushing for teachers to be able mm-hmm. to carry in class. Mm-hmm. And I think some can now. Yeah. Uh, and then they're, I think they may pay for more training even, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, for that. And so, uh, you know, that that is something that is encouraged to do. Mm-hmm. How sad would it be if a teacher had to shoot a student? Ooh, that's tough. Well, that's not the point. The, no, the point is the protecting point is the other protecting students. protecting the yeah. other students. Right, right, right. You know, Virginia Tech, I was dumbfounded uh, those few years ago, maybe 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. When Virginia Tech, college students lined up. Well, the guy shot them one at a time. Mm-hmm. Y- you've got a line of eight or nine people. Once he starts shooting, everybody rush him. Right. They stood there. Yeah. And waited to be shot. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a neat thing. Um, I was in a church, and uh, the defense was: if somebody breaks in with a gun, everybody grabs a hymn book and starts throwing the hymn books at the guy, at to disorient him. And I thought, wow, that's that's a great idea. Uh, sadly, a lot of churches are doing away with their hymn books. Now you have no line of defense. How do you defend yourself? Get you don't there. have a hymn book. That's Get the right. ladder. Rip the screen down. That's right. I did it with a TV. Did it with a TV. Oh man! So, in Canada, um, I, I would tell you that you know people ask us, you know, is there a lot of crime? There's not a lot of the serious crime that we see in the states. Not in the big cities. In the big cities, there is there is typically more, but it would be in Canada would be more thefts. Um, there are drugs. Um, the only time you hear of a shooting in Canada, usually not always, but usually, it is gang on gang or it's some bigger drug dealing guy going after another drug dealing guy. You don't hear a lot of, you know, a guy broke in a house and shot someone. You just don't hear that mm-hmm. because there is there are fewer number of guns. So that's part of it. So the, the mind of most Canadians is, well, every American's got a gun. Every American's going around shooting people with a gun. Let me let me, you know, put an end to that misnomer. Um, Whoa! Yeah. Well, every now and then. Word of the day Word from Al Stone. Misnomer. Um, l- that's not the way it is in America. No. And and most people that have guns are respectful of what they are and what they can do and right. when you use it. And I would say that 99.9% of the people that I've ever talked to in America that, that have a gun and carry a gun have never drawn it or felt a need to draw it. But it's just that sense that if I have to, I can. And there are a lot of churches where I go, and they have security. They have men that do have guns. Um, they have people in the church that have guns. I, I never usually see them. They're concealed. Um, there are some that have open carry, and you'll see them once in a while. We have open carry laws in Ohio. Yeah. We don't—no one comes to church open carry. Right. We have constitutional carry now in Ohio. That means you can carry— Concealed without a license wow. in Ohio. Wow. Now I I want to keep my concealed carry license because the reciprocity. Oh, that's. Ooh. 
That's a double dinger there. The reciprocity of other states that will accept our, you know, no matter what they have going on there, if I've gone through a concealed carry class and I've got a permit, then I can carry in that state. Like, for example, whenever I go to Oklahoma, I drive through Indiana. Whenever I get to the border Mm. of Indiana, Illinois, I pull over and put a weapon in the trunk, take the magazine out, unload it, put it in a a box, Mm -hmm. and then drive across Illinois. And whenever I get into Missouri, I can get back out and, you know. It's kind of like having a gun in Canada. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Same thing, right? Exactly. So I do obey the laws. I try the best to obey the laws. Yeah, yeah. And um, this is this is a heated topic. Guys that have guns in Canada um, understand that guns don't kill people. People kill people. Sure. And it's I think we need to take greater care sometimes in who gets a gun, who's we able kill, to get a gun. People get killed with cars intentionally. Yeah. Running yeah. through parades. Yeah, it's true. You know. Okay. Yeah. So we're against gu- cars. Mm-hmm. You know, people. Kill them with baseball bats. There are far We're more baseball bats. There are far you more know, people killed. On and on. Yeah, there are far more people killed with a car by a drunk driver or somebody high on drugs. But we don't do anything about that. You know, mm-hmm. you don't outlaw that. You don't take that away. How about how about we outlaw alcohol? Oh man, have you ever tried that in Canada? They would they would hang you from a limb. It's uh, it's weird what we think of. And I'll tell you this: if somebody breaks in my house and tries to hurt my wife or my kids or my grandkids. If they've got a gun or not, I'm. They're going to leave hurt, or I'm going to leave dead. One of the two. That's that's my position. Now I, I here's am here's something to consider. Um, I believe scripturally, if I can discern the difference, mm-hmm. um, if somebody is wanting to arrest me or jail me mm-hmm. or even harm me because I am a believer, mm-hmm. I'll try to run away, but. I don't think I should fight back. Right, right. Um, but if somebody whom I don't know is a bandit, you know, uh, like what we think of in Scripture, you know, a thief and a robber mm-hmm. like Barabbas. Right. You know, they just want to do harm because they want to injure you and take your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would hope that I would never shoot somebody mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And I hope that I'd never shoot somebody over a theft because I, I, I don't think that's even— no necessary no but i feel like i have a god-given responsibility to protect my family Mm -hmm. and so we are we are allowed to do this Mm -hmm. and so i will do what i'm permitted to do the city of columbus has changed some gun laws Mm -hmm. i have a i abide by that change Mm -hmm. i hate it i despise it Mm -hmm. and i'll do everything i can legislatively to to oppose it and to Mm -hmm. fight it and to Mm -hmm. change it Mm -hmm. But I am obeying it exactly the, what the law says. I have made those adjustments mm-hmm. as a resident of Columbus. Mm-hmm. I've made those adjustments, and I will do that. I'm also trying to move outside of Columbus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, that doesn't happen. But I've talked to a number of folks here in the States. <clears throat> Help me with this. The The Constitution, when, when the Second Amendment, the gun amendment came in, Part of that was in case the government ever became so corrupt that the people could defend themselves against the government. Is that not part it of says that or no? Right to bear arms. Right to and <laughs> so that is whatever guns that the army had. Right. The you know not nobody had cannons, but 
if they want to buy a cannon, they could. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. a right to bear arms. It is the concept that um, you can protect your family against anyone mm-hmm. and everyone. Right. That the family unit, the your personal life is worth protecting against no matter who would take your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've said to guys, you know, and just— says nothing about yeah. hunting. No. And that's what, no. you know, many liberals want to throw in there is, right. well, yeah, we'll let you hunt. Oh, no, you won't let me do anything. God has given me the authority mm-hmm. to protect my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll say to guys, you know, and, and a lot of gun enthusiasts will say, you know, well, you know, if the government ever comes after me, I said, well, the problem is the, the government always has something way bigger than you get. Than you yes, have. they do. And you're not going to stop right. a government. And and most of them say, well, I would hope that those in the military would would not carry out that order. Well, that's that goes against everything they're trained to do. So, well, know. it's against the it's, it's against the Constitution for military to go against uh, their own citizens. Your own citizens. Huh. So, but that's why many liberals want a federal police force. They don't mm. want local police force, right? Because the sheriff is the highest ranking uh, law enforcement officer mm. in every place in the United States. And the sheriff is elected. There again, you have mm-hmm. the power of the people mm-hmm. is given. The sheriff outranks any any uh, police chief. Uh, he is the top law enforcement uh, officer in his county, mm-hmm. and he's elected. Right. So again, you've got the power of the mm-hmm. people to decide on their you know police force. Right. Right. Wow. Cool. Well, I'm going to go and get me a big old gun today. <laughs> well. The last thing I want to say is we are too carnal, mm-hmm. and we trust too much in carnal things. Yes. And uh, God can protect me and mm-hmm. will protect me much mm-hmm. more than any gun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I want to be responsible. I want to be safe. But uh, and I want to be a testimony for God. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what may happen. I mean, this world looks darker and darker. Mm-hmm. But— uh, I would hope that I could say this in honesty, and I don't want to. That's why I'm saying I hope I'm honest. Mm-hmm. If the Lord wants me to die for Him, mm-hmm. I should be willing and excited for that. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds absurd. We joke around about yeah. that all the time, but yeah. but truly, um, to discern that's that's the difficult thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you've got a right to protect your family, mm-hmm. but. If I'm speaking for God, then He'll protect me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree, and and to be just brutally honest, transparent, for me to look down the sight of a handgun at another person or a rifle, at another person, and say I'm going to take that person's life and send them into an eternity of hell. That's tough. That's a tough call. I, guys in the military, I've asked them, they said, when that guy's been shooting at you for three days, you want to shoot back. Or if it's him or me, it's going to be him because I'm going home or to my family. Buddy. Right, or your buddy, right, or, or your country, right? I, I, I At this point today, mm-hmm. I got no problem sending him into eternity so my grandkids don't go into eternity. Exactly. You know what I mean? So yes. b- even though the ones that are old enough are mm-hmm. saved, mm-hmm. It, still, yeah. I, I, don't, I can say that. And of course, it sounds. I, I'm not trying to be have some kind of false bravado, but 
Um, I've thought about those kind of th- mm-hmm. things a lot. Yeah, you t- you have to. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna take that weapon with you, you've got to be thinking those things through. If I go to the mall and somebody starts opening fire, right? You, you got to be thinking about that. If I go to church, right. sadly, if I go to church in America, I have to be thinking about that. As far as I know, and and I, I'll have to check my sources, but I as far as I know, I don't think there has been a shooting in a church in Canada. Um, we haven't had that. Doesn't mean it won't happen. There have been churches that have been burned. There have been churches that have been uh, attacked, but not with a gun. So, but you go to church or I, I jokingly tell the guys in the back that I know are on, you know, watch duty. I'll say, now listen, if no one else in this auditorium gets protected today, please protect me because if I go down, <laughs> the hope of Canada is lost. <laughs> and they all laugh. So um, it's a, it's a, it's a tough topic. It's a touchy uh, issue for a lot of people, this gun control issue. and, and The secondary um, issue, and it is absolutely secondary, is look at the nations who don't have guns. Right. How much freedom do they have? Australia, they confiscated everybody's guns, and now they're telling them all kinds of things they want to do, and the people are – they are incredibly angry. Yes. If I understand history correctly, Switzerland – maintained their neutrality Mm -hmm. because Switzerland had ordered every Mm -hmm. citizen, Mm -hmm. like decades Mm -hmm. before, Mm -hmm. that every citizen must have at least one shotgun. And what a a coincidence that during World War II, nobody, they just remained neutral and Mm -hmm. the the Nazis went wide around them. Right, right. Yeah, Yeah. there's there's strong, strong topic there. All right, well, I'm going to leave it there. And uh, if you're packing today, please be safe. <laughs> Absolutely. If you're not packing today, then please be safe. Yeah. And let's all trust the Lord. That's exactly And let's right. win people to Christ. That's exactly That's the right. best way to disarm Amen. a people is to win the them to Christ. The best weapon you can ever have is the Word of God. The sword. Amen. The sword and the shield. Amen. Amen. I'm Al Stone, and uh, I am with my good friend in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, we thank you for this week of Tim Talks. Thank you for those who sent in these topics. Excellent, excellent topics. And um, we pray that you'll keep doing that. We're going to come back next week and probably cover the whole week with one topic, as we often do. But we wanted to take, take some of these things that we thought we could do rather quickly. Some of them got into 25 minutes. But, uh, hey, well worth it, I think. Yeah. You got your um, money's worth. People may not realize, you know, they may sort of wonder. I know this is a serious topic, but mm-hmm. they may wonder why you weren't very insulting and and those kind of things today. Mm-hmm. Well, I've laid this big <laughs> gun three, on the 357 table. Three fifty-seven Magnum sort of, looking you know, at me, almost aiming at you. So <laughs> I was able to keep you in check today. I can't think of a better argument for gun control than that right oh, there. Oh yeah, I'll give you this. That was a hockey stick off of Brother Dan's head. It's made of metal. <laughs> no, that is not true, people. I did not do that. <laughs> you don't scare me with your little pop gun. <laughs> I'm Canadian. We fear nothing. <laughs> I'm Al Stone, and uh, I hope today, truly, you'll be safe and that your family will be well and that the care of God is upon you. Amen. Shoot. This is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. Man, Where'd that bullet go? Oh, Barney Five has it. <laughs> That's okay. right. It's in his pocket. <laughs> Andy. Andy. <laughs> this is Tim Docs. Have a great weekend. And uh, get to the house of God. Worship with your family Amen. and friends. 
get fired up about the things of Christ. Amen. And let's do something awesome next week for Jesus. This is the Tim Talks. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.